Welcome back to the Deep AIX podcast. I'm Ashley. I'm here with Andres. Today, we're talking about productivity. Um, recently, we've been changing uh, around our schedules uh, so that we can be more productive. We've learned some new things. Um, we'll cover those today, and we'll tell you what we're, we're doing at the moment. Uh, so this is number 11 uh, of the Deep AIX podcast. Uh, podcasts are fun. Um, Andres, are you enjoying them? Yeah, very good. A very uh, reflective, I think, uh, makes you um, make like when you speak it out, makes you, I think, realize a lot of things, uh, and uh, makes you sometimes also realize how much of a dick you are after yeah. <laughs> you listen to yourself. Yeah, so afterwards. true. So <laughs> yeah. true. Yeah, no, it's good. I think it's good practice, even if nobody ever listens to them. I think it's very good for um, reflection. Yeah, and to beat some of these things deeper into your mind. Um, yep. Pain, no, it's like cool. the Ray Dalio thing, right? Pain plus reflect, reflection equals progress. Uh, it's true words were never spoken. No, it's yeah. so true. Um, no, they're going, they're, it's going really well. I'm enjoying it. It's been yep. really useful. Um, Definitely. So, so productivity, um, I mean, we'll probably put the title of this as something like how to increase your productivity by 5x because, you know, in some cases we literally have at certain, certain times of the day. So um, I think a good framework to talk about this is maybe we talk about what we previously used to do and then we talk about what we do now. Yeah. Um, so why don't you uh, why don't you roll? Uh, okay, what I previously used to do, um, well, what I used to do in my job, like that's really previously, is just like come in at uh, you know nine nine thirty and then you know get a coffee and then you like start reading a newspaper and then at ten you start work. And then at 12, I went to the gym and had lunch. And then at 1, you know, I would start, like, uh, again, the job. And then, like, at 5.30, you're kind of done. And you do another break somewhere in between or two. And if I smoked, I would even, like, do two or three breaks, right? Yeah, um, Probably. Um, yeah, that's and then I at one point I started like coming into work really really early, but you can't really leave earlier. So then you're just like spending more time in this horrible office, and I mean you can get stuff done in the morning before people come in, even personal stuff. But like uh, it's just not a pleasant environment, I think. Um, and then. What did we do after this, or what did I do after this? Yeah, when we started working on deal source, I mean, I worked quite hard on all of the things, um, but uh, I don't think I worked smart all of the time. Just like doing loads of hours, like not really um, controlling myself too much and not being very focused on getting things done. Maybe, you know. I mean, I think the main problem is that you can fill your day with the most mundane task if you if you if you if you let it. I think it's this Parkinson's law, right? Like absolutely. Like my mom, she would let the day, she would let her house be like her golden cage, like be that prison where she has to like work for the house all day long, like cleaning it and what have you and i i understand like that's your um that's your sort of ambition to like have a nice house but couldn't you do it smarter and like does it really make sense that you clean every centimeter of this house yourself because it's a it's a it's a sisyphus job like it never stops right 100 percent. anyway so i think everything around like you know that getting goals more clearly defined and trying to squeeze everything out of the day, I think is the main thing. And then there's so all, yeah, sorry. Yeah. So so clearly defined. So setting out setting out what you're doing clearly, 
Yeah, so what about what once you've got that, what's next? I guess schedule, right? Yeah, I think like clearly knowing what you want to do is like I mean I guess it's the the one thing book of this Gary Keller guy who is in this anyway, in real estate as well. But like I think working for like the chess thing, like starting with the end game where you wanna end up like one day and then breaking it down into like maybe a five-year goal into like a one-year goal into like a one-month goal into a one-week goal into a one-day goal into a what can I do right now to get closer to that five-year goal. Yeah. I think that's that's the starting point. And then, yeah, you like need to maximize the day when the day has uh, 1,440 minutes. Breaking the day t- down into time blocks and then planning out the day uh, you know, towards like the the week, the end of the week goal. I think is like you need for for everything that you want to do, an end of week goal. And I I personally I have like primary goals and secondary goals. So primary goals are like working on this new AI project and secondary or, or and like using leverage to like bring in new people, as we've done with Samuel Leeds. Yeah. At, and secondary goals might be, you know, like uh, learning full stack development, learning, you know, reinforcement learning. Um, I don't know. They could be, uh, they, they will be like writing books now uh, and that kind of stuff. And to those goals, I just dedicate like different time slots. Like the best time slot for me is in the morning from like five o'clock. So getting up early and then putting the best hours into the primary goals and really planning out that day and having a very discreet goal for that, like, uh, for that primary goal, um, for that week. And again, already, like, there's another piece in there starting at five o'clock. I don't really believe in having to start at five o'clock. I believe in what I call like a, a fixed sleep cycle or flick fixed sleep life focus or focused life like you more determine how many hours you want to sleep right and then you just sleep this many hours and then the rest is red is available for work some people work better at night i just work really well like the first few hours when i get up and for those i use the primary focus then the primary goal and there's other things like you know, turning off your phone, putting it away. Um, I don't know. I think eating healthy, working out, making time for that, having a good morning routine where you like, you know, I get up, I like, I read, I write, um, I shower, I do my mental stuff. Um, I think not doing your emails is really important all the time, like doing them once. I think like, you know, Control, yeah, if you do that already, it's massive. And when you pick up a task and you know you can do it in like three minutes, just pick it up and do it. Don't like pick it up and store it away. When there's stuff that you can't do right now, schedule it, put it into the calendar. Um, yeah, that's, and then continuously sticking to what you plan for that day. Like in the morning, I plan the day and I keep continuously going back to that spreadsheet throughout the day. So I don't finish a task and then open my phone. I can't because the phone is not there, but I don't even open the browser because my natural reaction now is to go to the spreadsheet and look, what do I need to do next? If you put all of these, and there's other pieces to the puzzle, but if you put all of them together, then I think your productivity goes up by like orders of magnitude, I think. I, I, I think you're I think you're completely right. I think all of those things are important. Um uh, let's go a little bit deeper so take take me through um because because your schedule is very similar to mine now so we're pretty much yep. doing the same why don't you just take me through uh, an average day step by step so you get up at five um, an average day um yeah i have the thing here in front of me the spreadsheet um i mean yeah the average day, like, okay, so it's, I have themed days. I think they're important as well. Like, mm-hmm. there's, there's switching costs when you switch between tasks. So there's, Massive. 
There's, yeah, there's switching costs and, and they make you inefficient. It's a little bit like, um, you know, reading a book. Like when you read a book and you're into the book, you can just flow. And when you put it away, you need to like put, pick it back up and you're like, where was I? Why, why, what was this? What were they saying? And, you know, that, that switching cost is bad. Um, at the same time, there are some tasks that you can only do when you're at peak performance. That's why I put them as primary focus. Peak performance is only for so many hours in a day, and then and then you actually you actually harming yourself, like programming or learning new difficult stuff. You can only do, let's say, from five o'clock, six o'clock in the morning until let's say two, three o'clock. If you concentrate it, you'll get like your brain will fry, and anything you spend longer is actually detrimental because you'll just feel like you're banging your head against the wall and just hurts you. So it's much better than to switch to a more mundane task, which is the secondary focus, which I do around four o'clock. Then I just like to say, pick up the deal source, web app and say, let me make some, some UI UX features, which I can do on a very low, you know, brain power. Cause it's just like tedious work looking up components on React and stuff like that. It's not, it's not hard. It's not like thinking through multivariate normal distribution Gaussian processes or something complica- complicated, right? So I'm not just dropping names. I'm just saying something that, you know, is complicated as an example. So yeah, get up at five. Um, I go, I read two books always because I like to have them competing with each other for my attention. And then the ones that I don't like, I read much faster because I want to get to the book that I actually like. I do that. Then go, go shower, shower cold at the end. I say the things that I want to do for the day and, you know, all the positive incantations, whatever they're called, telling myself what, what I'm going to do and that, that, you know, everything is good. All of that stuff. Um, and then, uh, yeah, after the shower, I sit down, coffee, I plan the day, it takes not longer than 10 minutes, and then I start on the primary focus from like around 6.30 until like 11.30, then I go work out, eat, 12.30, I start again with the primary focus. And I do that until like four o'clock and then at four o'clock I switch to the secondary focus. Maybe I switch from, you know, like, I know AI, I switch to the web app stuff. I start working on that until like seven. Then I usually go with my girlfriend for like a walk or run and eat. And then at seven, at eight, I go back to that secondary focus, which could be the web app, something less mentally you know, straining and do that until nine and then I stop. And yeah, and then sometimes I read a little bit more and I look again and all throughout the day I look to that schedule, like what did I do at every single of these 1,440 minutes. And and then at the end of the day, you know, I, I don't like, I mean, I like watching crap, but sometimes I'm still on fire and then I start reading the book if it's really interesting. Um, I could go back to the book and, and then, um, and then, and then also I look ahead what's going to happen tomorrow and I plan loosely what's going to happen tomorrow. So when I get up tomorrow, I can jump back on the routine and I already know I need to make the plan. Fridays, we have a learning day. It's where we do reinforcement learning together. So that's yeah. more, that's, that's where I switch. I do the pro- secondary focus in the morning and the primary focus in the afternoon because we work together and we talk a lot. And it's important because like we reflect. And Saturday, Sunday, I, I have kind of like primary secondary focus mix because we do the podcast but i kind of stop at 12 o'clock and and then i just relax like friday saturday afternoon uh sorry sunday sunday and saturday and sunday afternoon at 12 i relax and friday i don't i stop at six and fridays and just like yeah that's pretty much it i didn't count the hours but it's a hard week I think it's great, man. I think it's really good. Um, I, I think 
there's a lot of things in here that are really important. I think getting up early, you just you get so many more hours in. You get so much more time in cumulatively over the week. Um, it takes time to get going as well. So I think you know by the time nine o'clock comes around, you've already been powering away for quite a long time versus like getting started at a, an average time that everyone else does. Um, yeah, I think all that stuff's really good. Um, how for any, for anyone listening, so say they say they follow that approach for whatever they're doing, um, that's whatever 14, 15, 16 hours a day or something. Yeah. Um, how do you relax and what's your kind of, um, I know we spoke about this yesterday and stuff, but like yeah, what's yeah. your, I, I know you've got a plan so that kind of helps you, but how do you then switch off if you've like, you know? Well, yeah, like the time. How do you like, sleep? Yeah, yeah. I mean, the time bucketing really forces you to relax, I think. Like, the time bucketing is a little bit like, um, it's like, it's like I have this much time to get this done. Like, I know my primary focus today is to finish some, you know, model, and I have today. And at four o'clock, I have to switch. And that really, like, it works against this Parkinson's law it really focuses you to put something down and finish it by the end of the day. And it, it's good because you don't fill in into, like, I think I always got stressed when I started filling in infinity. Like, you know, I used my mother as an example of cleaning the house, like the Sisyphus thing, like that Sisyphus thing where he was like dragging up a stone up a hill. And every time he reached the top of the hill, the stone would like roll back down and it had to like, roll it back up the hill it's some greek or ancient whatever story you can look him up um so anyway like the stress the stress disappears when you when you time block and you say this is how much time i have to get this done and after that i switch to something else i think the stress stress comes when you don't get a handle and you you never finish and for me, it's much more relaxing to um, get something done, even if it's not perfect, um, than to like dig deeper and deeper. And also, a lot of what I do is to do with R and D, and I used to like really go deep straight away, and now I go quite like I do everything in a specific field. I do it fast and shallow, and then in a second path, I do selected, and I do it, you know deep and slow and that as well helped me massively make progress and and i've done a phd in this and i did my entire phd wrong a phd has a, <laughs> you know yeah like i did a phd in finance and it's constantly like that you constantly am i too stupid to understand this and when do i need to switch and i i was already good at switching but i should have done it much more hardcore like the question is, and that's why I start with the goal. What is my goal for the week? What do I need to understand every day to reach this goal? And everything else I ignore and selective ignorance is bliss. And the time bucketing forces you to do that. You know, and yeah, I think... I, that, I, 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 I agree with all of that, man. I think the stress yeah. is caused by a couple of these factors. It's like too many desires is one factor. Um, Not you know, breaking it down. It, well, you should have like you should have a, a one or two things you really care about that you're, you know, putting all your focus into, and not a hundred because you just get overwhelmed. And uh, those desires, whatever I can't remember the quote, but desire equals suffering or whatever. It's it's too many desires. So I think then having them down, like you said, having them down and having them planned, it's kind of like you've delegated responsibility to the uh, to the calendar, if you will. It's like your 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 goals are now there and all you have to do is you're just the person executing them instead of them just all being in your head and all over the place or like yeah. getting away from you. You kind of feel, I guess you just feel like things are in check and they're in control versus like um, chasing after yourself and not feeling yeah. like you're making progress. Yeah. No, it's yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. The, the calendar thing, I think that's what I didn't do before is like um, I didn't really control myself all the time because I didn't have to I didn't have the schedule for the day there like this is what you're gonna do and this is when you switch and like my phone was distracting me and emails and browsers and Instagram and all these things were distracting me and now 
the talent the calendar is my taskmaster. Yeah, I think it's br- I think it's brilliant. Uh, d- d- tell me about the phone. Tell me the difference with the phone. So now you turn it off after you're uh, done with the reading or whatever. Um, yeah. What 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 ha- when, when does the phone come back on again? Uh, the phone comes back on when I go for my uh, workout, which is usually I get out of the house and do like pull ups, push ups, and that kind of stuff. Uh-huh. And then, yeah, I, I listen to music, so there it comes on. And then, and then I put it back down. And then, unless there's something specific that needs to be done, it only comes back on when I do the second workout, like with my girlfriend walking around. Yeah, I think that's uh, that's huge for me, and that's you know coming from someone like you who you know doesn't use much of these services, and I find just Having it like the other, like the, I think the first day I turned it off, I picked up my phone five or six times when it was off. Yeah, and I don't have any notifications on, so like, why was I even looking? And that just shows you the uh, the dopamine feed, feedback loop that's been yeah. deeply deeply integrated into my um, into the grooves of my brain. So, um, but I just I just feel a lot better for it. I don't know why why that makes why that would have an effect it's probably all of these factors it's probably not just that but like it just made me feel a lot better so uh, yeah it's just anxiety i think all of the things i'm saying i think they're all like reducing anxiety and that's why yes that's why when i said like when i said to you and my brother on the chat like i i feel not exhausted at all after working this many hours it's because i don't feel anxious like I mean, you don't feel exhausted if you sit down with your mate in a pub and you have like a deep, funny, blah, blah, blah conversation for five hours. You come home and no. you feel like that was amazing. Yeah, you're buzzed. You, yeah, exactly. You yeah. feel exhausted if you sit there with, you know, somebody who's annoying you and busting your balls and something like that. Then negative. Like, that. Yeah, yeah. Negative. Yeah. Like that was really exhausting to talk to this guy. Like he needs to change his life you know so you know that's that's how i see it like it's just like and the phone is one of these factors that that like that screws you because it constantly hits your cocaine brain it's exactly the same receptors so it just stimulates you slightly it's like you're drinking too much coffee or something all day long i don't know yeah i I agree and i think i think added on to that is social media uh, which I know is not a factor for us because we weren't even using Facebook and these other things, but um, just taking all of them out of the process because I mean, obviously, turning the phone off is massive, but I think I think that stuff is you know it's proven that it's not good for people, but um, I think it's those two linked together. Um, you have to think for most of the populace, they're using both of those two. They're using social media and the smartphone, so then you've got this like constant notification stream and. Uh, yeah, and, and disruption yeah. and it's it's yeah, you know it's exactly. far worse than we think about um you no know, i know because these things, so. yeah when i look at like my girlfriend's girlfriends and so on like they're like whatever they're modeling and so fuck man they're only on instagram all day long like another kiss image and another thing in the background and another like they're like you know I mean, that's their that's their job. But I mean, what does it do your to, what does it to your brain if you do that all day long, like uh, posting? I these? think it I, I think it messes with you. I think the, I think there's people out there that are lucky and they don't have issues in their brain or, or or demons. But I think for the people that are more vulnerable, like that stuff really screws with you. You know? Um, yeah. So. And, and, and yeah, what you said is yeah. true, by the way, like when I put it off and people say, oh, no, no, I just put it on silent. No, no, that doesn't, that doesn't, that doesn't cut it quite because put it on silent and my instinctive reaction, once I finished the task, that was my, there's this book called Habits that explains how a habit works, right? There's like a prompt and then that prompts you to do an action. And once you have that, once that action is done, you get a reward or punishment, which is classical, uh, you know, uh, uh, um, operant, con- 
operant conditioning from Skinner, like the pigeons, right? Like yeah. you do your task and then you finish the task and that prompts you to open your phone and then there's either a message or not. So you either get a reward or you don't. And then that enforces or reinforces that behavior. And I noticed that my, my prompt was finishing a task. Then I would reach left. I'd see my phone. I'd put my, and even when it was turned off, yeah, I'd still reach and I'd like, I'd re, I'd like observe myself reaching for it. And the only real way to break it is to put the fucking phone, turn it off and but I put it somewhere in my clothes. So I have to really like make an effort to get up, walk there, turn it on and like, you know, and after yeah, I it's, that, it's, like, it's, 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 you it's know? amazing the difference it makes. Also, like I, I, I have some weird thing in my brain where I think it was from when I was younger, when I was a teenager. Um, but like if my phone rings, it, it literally makes me like, uh, not nervous, but like it's like I'm anticipating something. If the phone rings, it like gets so, it like spikes. It like spikes me or something. So all Whereas, the girls like, that were calling you when you were fifteen. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> when we have time to come out. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't think that was. I don't think that was true. Not at that time. Ashley was. Ashley nat- was a geek back then. It's a natural reaction. <laughs> I, was, I wasn't not the not the charming uh, okay. British bastard I am now, but um, uh, but but yeah, I, I I it does that, and having it off just kind of I don't know, like having it off just uh, it just removes it all. It's like yeah. there's no anticipation of anything. It's weird, and then it's like I guess it's some kind of agency or control. Like you just know in your brain that this thing is like uh, driving you in some way, and because it's off, it's like you have nothing to think about and then it's just uh you turn it on when you need to turn it on and then you turn it off and yeah i don't know it's weird it's like it's yeah, like no, it's, it's like something off your chest or something which is which makes no sense but it, it it's stillness right it's some stillness like you you get it yes. back in one, by the way you get back in one or two days like you just feel again less anxious more in control more still you can clink clearly finally <laughs> <laughs> Like, I think, like, yeah, I, I think, I, I think that, um, it's, it's, a, it's, the problem is the spreadsheet is, the spreadsheet is a good taskmaster and the phone is a stupid taskmaster because you're doing nothing productive on your phone. That's the problem. Like, you're just, like, I started checking our Stripe account every five minutes and it doesn't make a difference. It's not going to get us more money into the Stripe account. It's not going to make the product better. If I want to get more money into the Stripe account, I need to go and like make more products, better products, better features, but not check it every 20 minutes. You yeah, know, yeah, like, no, it's so true. So true. I, I, I did the same. Um, I found I was checking it a lot. And uh, also just even, even like the most ridiculous thing, like your bank account or your investment accounts, like just looking at it, them, like doesn't yeah. change anything, man. But like for some reason, you just... I don't yeah. know what that is, but having it off means all of that disappears and uh, the stillness comes and in the stillness, yeah. you can really do deep work. I think deep work, meaning like, you know, that, that prime prime time between five and say whatever, two in the afternoon. I think it's, yeah, it's golden, I, man. Yeah. It's, it's really golden. I'm actually going to like, like do it much, much more hardcore because like, I, yeah, I just don't, I just see the benefits, but uh, yeah, I, I think it's uh, it's uh, it's good to do it. I think uh, if you really turn it off, I think then all of these factors together, like I think it's like a it's like a typical Charlie Munger Lula Palooza thing. Like, uh, why don't you explain that if no one's heard of what that is? Yeah, it's like it's like. I mean, they call it some sophisticated stuff like uh, mental models, and like they 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 over theorize it a little bit. Like, but in in the, at the end of the day, what they're saying is like you have like these different models of how the world works. Like, you know, and in each discipline, you have like the top models. Like in uh, math, you have a model like inversion, and then in economics, you have like supply and demand or something like that in in chemistry you have like catalysts and all that kind of stuff anyway and they say like you can apply these models 
at the same time to analyze situations from different perspectives because our minds are biased and to unbias the mind. You need different frameworks to look at the same thing. And only if they all agree these frameworks can you be sure that this thing is true or not, right? But the other thing is that when all of the models agree on some conclusion and they're all basically working in the same direction, like if you will, they would be like a like a, a vector that's like pointing in the same direction and they just add on and the bigger or stronger the vector is into that direction, right? So if you were in sales and, you know, we all or most of us know like the Cialdini book about like, you know, these sales tricks, which are like, you know, whatever, scarcity, authority, you know, and all the other ones, liking and reciprocity, all the other ones that you have. If they all pile on together, like in a Tupperware setting, then it turns your brain like into mush, as Manga says, and you just start buying because you can't really, your limbic brain can't avoid those things working against you. And then it just makes you want to buy because your friend buys and you get a little discount and there's like a doctor that says to you, it's amazing, you should buy it. And then there's like, you know, all these effects working together. And, and you know, and the same is here, I think is true. Like, it's, like every single thing, like turning your phone off or like getting up at five and like doing the hard things that have a focus in the, you know, primary focus in the beginning. And I don't know what else you have, like, you know, like the morning routine and you know all of these things together like every single one is not it's not like you're doing one plus one plus one it's more it's more like you're you're multiplying it's compounding so like it's like two to the power of two to the power of three four five six like if you put like 10 things together it's it's not like 10 times better it's like a thousand times better and i think that's where you get these efficiencies was like you get calmer at the same time, so every minute you get more done, but also you get like more focused and you're working on the right things and you're like uh, not as frustrated and you know whereas before you were like working on the wrong thing and distracted all the time and couldn't get done anything done. So you're spending six months working on the wrong thing and you still didn't get anything done. And then you're like you're like a leaf in the wind, you're like lost and you're frustrated. And then you go back to your job, right? <laughs> Basically. So, yeah. So, you know, that's that's yeah. why I, when I said to you and my brother, like, it's incredible how much more I get done and how much better I feel. It's because I think they started piling on these effects. Yeah, they, def they definitely compound. And I think for um, the people listening to this, most of our uh, listeners – well, not most of them, I'd say probably nearly half of them have um, children or families. Um, I've spoken to them and, you know, they've given us loads of really positive feedback about the podcast and they've listened to all of them. And, That's but I think for your even, mom and your dad. Yeah, yeah my sister. Yeah, and Alessandra's <laughs> uncles. And uh, it's, it's actually true. I'm not even <laughs> exaggerating. But um, My but brother the, was the, listening, but he turned it off halfway through. <laughs> yeah yeah he got bored of your your uh your your voice um he wanted yeah, to hear me sorry. speak some more um yeah so, so what i was going to say is for those people um it's even more uh valuable because i imagine um that time can be filled quite quickly um the time can be lost quite quickly by you know uh, looking after the kids or taking them to school or these things and I know this was like one of the things that Jocko Willink, the Navy SEAL, was asked many times by people, and he just said, "Like, get up at four thirty and shut up," because yeah. if if you do that, you can get so much work done uh, before the children even wake up. Um, and he said, "You know," he says, "For other people that have even tougher schedules, I say wake up even earlier," because he said the thing is, is that children go to bed early, yeah. so you can go to bed early. And then you get up early and you get like another five hours a day before anyone else is around or whatever it is. And that makes a massive difference for those people because you, then you can't have the, I say it kindly, but you can't have the excuse of, well, I don't have time because you can literally carve out. And I even know for myself, and I don't have those obligations, if I just get up early and do this stuff, 
I just get so much more done and I feel it's there's something so peaceful about that time because you know you won't be interrupted you know there's nothing going on and it's like you've got I think the way Jocko refers to it <laughs> it's like a bit maniacal but he says I know I've, he says I know I'm 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 uh, I'm awake before the enemy is and I'm coming for them but yeah. it's kind of true though you feel like guy. <laughs> yeah but it's true because you feel like you're ahead and there's some weird kind of competitive thing, and um, I don't know. All these things they really, they really, really yeah, help. So and there's and there's stuff and there's stuff built into the system that um, that that works without you knowing that it works. For example, another thing that works really well with the system is when you get up at five. I agree. I'll go back to that in a second. What you said, but when you get up at five and you get your shit done, now by eleven o'clock. I already have done what I used to get done won. by three. By three, I used yeah. to get it done. And early wins are extremely important for motivation. And then, like that day, I already know whatever happens, whatever the fuck happens today, I already did what I needed to do. It's already done. Yeah, the mission, right? you completed the mission, you executed it. Yeah. Exactly. And, and that gives you a boost of motivation. Like when you wake up at like 10 and you're like, you know, hung over or something like you, you're in your head. You're like, look, let's just write off this day. Like, and, and, and that thing, like getting up early in the morning, like, I mean, there's a, there's a really good YouTube video on this by Kobe Bryant about what, what it means to get up early and why you can't never like compete with him because by the time you start training, he already has like two trainings in it's, 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 yeah, and it, it is what you said, like, it's, you know, business is competition, but everything in life is kind of competition. So it's like, like, also Will Smith says, while the other guy is sleeping, I'm working, while the other guy is partying, I'm working, while the other guy is, you know, whatever he's doing, I'm working, you know, I, 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 I think that stillness, like, it's, it's a weird combination of like stillness in the morning and best hours and getting stuff out of the way really fast in the morning is just hard to um, hard to hard to compete and and yeah like i agree also like you can make all the excuses that you want but how many hours are you really wasting let's be honest like let's really be honest about it right like how much are you wasting with like stupid shit like netflix and God knows what yeah. people are doing. Even yeah, more ridiculous loads. stuff. Yeah, and, there's and loads. Social media and all these things, they're just, yeah, stealing yeah. your life. And, and, and I think, yeah, exactly. I think that's the, that's the truth. I think the system works on many levels that I probably can't even understand why it works. Or, you know, but it doesn't matter because it works. Like, that's how I see it, kind of. Yeah, I was I was listening to um, I was listening to Kevin Hart talk about this, and uh, obviously he's he's super high output. You know, like after he got his first comedy special and he made a bit of money, you know, yeah. he went from making whatever it was a million dollars a year to making like thirty, forty million dollars a year to making eighty to making a hundred. Yeah, and um, uh, and he he talks about this a lot, and he said. Um, he had like a car crash and said, you know, I realized I need to spend more time with my children. But he said, it's great because he said, I finished quite early, but he said, all my work is done early because I get up before everyone else. I work out before everyone else is even awake. I'm already at the office. I'm working. But I come back home at like three or four and then I get like this, all this time with my family, but I've like worked a crazy amount already and I've got more done than anyone else. Yeah. And I think yeah. like, you know, so if that guy can do it, then everyone else can so um yeah, i think so the other thing is like with the relaxing thing like today i'm gonna go to some beach resort and hang out there and i feel really good about it because i don't need to feel guilty because i did you deserve it yeah, exactly yeah so you, you know, know in your heart you deserve it you know truly you deserve it versus like yeah. bsing yourself or trying to make yourself feel good it's like um no yeah, I, I think that's true, yeah. I exactly. think it's great. I think when I think when you sit down to watch, if you can ever carve out time to watch a film or to relax, 
you should, I think the thing that Joe Rogan says is like, I want to sit down and I want to be exhausted so that when I press play, I know that I deserve it. Yeah. And he said, the feeling I get as I appreciate it like anything. He said, I don't do it regularly. I don't get time to do it regularly. And I know by the time I do it, that I'm exhausted. He said, there's the feeling is very, so sweet. Um, versus yeah. like just being fat and over, uh, over consuming on this kind of BS, you know, um, you appreciate, I think everything is like that. Like, uh, friendships, relationships, uh, time with, um, the right people, the things you enjoy, like if you're getting them all the time, you're not going to appreciate them. So then when you get them, like earn it. I, I, I think the quote that um, Dwayne The Rock Johnson uses is uh, rent is due, meaning like, um, you know, you have to pay rent. Yeah, it's like an analogy that you've always got to pay, but he's, he has a T-shirt. He went, You see it on his Instagram and he's working out and he says it's, rent is due every day. It's yeah. not do once a month. It's rent is do every day, which means empty the tank every day. Like do yeah. everything you can possibly do every day. Cause it's true. Cause at the end of the day, you're not, it's very hard to be stressed when you do that. Um, you feel, uh, you, you just, you, you don't need someone else's validation or an outside reflection of something. You just know in yourself, you're like, I, I did it. So I yeah, just, I did you know. it. Yeah. You know it, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know it in your heart, you know. You know the truth, so. You know um, the truth. You can lie to everybody, but you can't lie to yourself. You know how hard you worked and how smart you worked. Yeah, I I, I agree. I agree on that. Um, Yeah, I think, yeah, it's it's very true. All all of these, all of the things that you said are true. Um, Yeah, I feel better. I mean, I haven't been doing it for very long in this kind of extremely focused way, but I'm definitely going to keep doing it. Yeah, likewise. I think um, I think there's been ebbs and flows. I think all round we've worked hard, but I think now if we follow this structure, I think it will keep. I think it will keep the output high for longer periods of time. And um, I think you're right. I think all this stuff compounds. It's like you know. You take like an idea like the um, <clears throat> the restoration and the colorization AI stuff we built that started yeah. off as an idea that turned into a bit of sales and a bit of development and then turns potentially into a customer in you know that could be huge, but all of that is just small increments all added together but can add up to a lot. You think if we have this approach and we apply it to all the new ideas, I think our output would be far greater. Um, yeah, hundred uh, percent we'll get a lot more done in uh, you know short time period and stuff so um i think 100% i think 100% it's better i mean by I'm the way by the way by yeah. the way there's something that is kind of kind of about productivity but it's something to consider if you take all of the things that we're working on and let's assume that they are kind of medium term successful not like at our highest level but not at our lowest level somewhere in the middle yeah if you look at all of those and you value them, as in value yeah. them as companies. You take deal sourcer and you take the marketplace and you take um, all the, other the, the all the other things, right? You take all, and you, and you and you kind of put some medium term level and you value them. Um, the numbers are nuts. They're they're far greater than I thought about. And what I was thinking, and why this is relevant to productivity, is that whatever you're working on, you've got this like goal. You've got a, the perspective is yeah okay so whatever you're creating this specific type of product but i think it's good when we reflect on these things to think about uh that value as well because although it's speculative and it's based on someone buying it and all that other stuff i don't know about you but for me it gives like a a clarity like i i just looked at for example deal source and i looked at what we've been doing recently and i looked at what someone would pay for that alone right now as an investor and it's not a company it's completely nuts and we're not even hitting the numbers that we will hit so i think it's just maybe as a part of this um maybe weekly when you're thinking about the productivity stuff and i'm thinking about it i'm just gonna quickly look at that and kind of see where we're at because it really i don't know i calculated it this morning i just did some rough numbers and yeah there's a lot ahead a lot more than you know, you just look at cash flow and you look at where the business is at and it's like, okay, that's great. That's, you know, that we're already happy, but 
uh, and there's a long way to go. But then if you actually value it, it's like, oh, okay, this yeah, is that's, like, yeah, that's insane. <laughs> so that's what we did yesterday when we talked about uh, leveraging, you know, other people. When you said, oh, yeah. who, who would work for this kind of percentage ownership? Well, when you when you value it, then let's see how much they're making in their job compared to what they would get if they had two percent of the company. Yeah. Yeah, of course. It sounds small, but two percent of something big is still big. Yeah, so, no, I, yeah. I agree. Yeah, yeah, no, no. I mean, you have to see it that way. It's, it's, it's. I mean, um, yeah. Anyway, this is a different topic, but like it, it's, it's a, it's another big problem that people have, like needing to thinking they need to complete stupid tasks, like mowing, uh, mowing the lawn, or like cleaning their laundry i mean you know <laughs> that's if you pay somebody to do this and that person costs you 30 pounds um then you you're buying yourself more time and you know if you value your time correctly and you think you can create more i mean think about one hour of warren buffett's time compared to like one hour of a dry cleaner's time why would he ever clean his you know his stuff like you know it's just yeah, I, think you, I think you have to be ruthless with this stuff and i think most people have a very poor way of reasoning about that yeah um, I, i like very, this idea very uh, very poor reasoning they don't think about it fully they just reject the idea immediately and say oh well, why would you pay for that it costs you money is this really not the right way to think about it you've got no. to think about the opportunity cost um And this is a, this is maybe another podcast, but like that's another thing that added massively to the productivity, like realizing that we don't have to build the pyramid ourselves, and that there's ways to leverage what we have to get other people that are potentially much better than us at doing these things. And you know, yeah, which is the really smart thing to do. Yeah, of course. Which is basically what we did with Samuel Leach, right? They're much much better at distribution than than us. So instead of building A following on Instagram or whatever, Twitter or YouTube, or a sales team or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that a great thing to to think about is, and maybe that's in the next podcast. It's about like delegation and outsourcing. I think a great thing to do is to do what you're really great at and outsource everything else. Like, yeah, I I agree. I agree with that. I think it's I think it's the the leg up that we. Um, that we need. Um, yeah. So uh, if anyone's listening who wants to join our, uh, <laughs> feel free to get in touch. Wants um, to be a slave. <laughs> that's a great advert. <laughs> that's great. Uh, no, no, I think it, I'm joking. I'm talking about like getting people on board that have a skill set that's complementary, and then, you know, making them business partners. Like, if you want to invent, like, I don't know, if you want to build a car and you know nothing about building cars, but you're good at sales and or you're good at software, I think it would make sense to bring somebody on who knows how to build cars and make them a permanent partner. So that's what I'm, anyway, that's what I'm referring to. But anyway, like we're drifting, I think. Yeah, let, let's let's talk about it on the next podcast, but I yeah. think... I think it's an important part of this productivity is uh, is is leverage and delegation, and it's it's talked about a lot, but you can really see it live in action when uh, you know you're working so hard on stuff, and then you just change and you get someone else to do it, and you see all this change. You know, like deal sources transform because of uh, the partnership we did with those guys, and that is that is literally the the, the concept you're talking about, just exactly. applied to sales instead of development. And now we're going to apply it to development engineering r&d um you know the stuff that really creates massive value um well, we're, already side. we're already doing it with the colorizer in the u.s we already have yes. someone there who's making the marketing like opening doors for us and yeah if he if he gets that somebody to uh, you know whom we sell software to then he gets a cut of the cake and that's much easier than me Uh, navigating a highly fragmented and sort of like you know niche uh, market where people have known each other for 30 years you're not going to get the foot in the door easily so anyway it's for another podcast but i think you're right 
Yeah. No, it's it's great. It's really good. Um, okay. Um, we're on forty nine minutes already. So uh, let's do why it. Don't, why don't yep. you tell me uh, what you did incorrectly this week that you could do better next week? Um. What did I do incorrectly? Yeah, I have this issue and I need to figure it out that there's this park here where I go work out and for some reason this park is like controlled by some police people and they don't want you to go there. Maybe for the virus or something. I don't know why, but I kept walking back there thinking, oh, this time they're not going to be there and it kind of screwed with my workout because then I'd go there and then Five minutes later, they would come and tell me to leave. And so, you know, I think that screwed, screwed my workout a little bit. So I need to, um, I need to basically look for an alternative to like be sure that I can do something, um, on the, on the workout side every day. I also, I'm actually convinced that like a specific time for a workout is not necessarily the best thing. I'm actually convinced that like, um, doing something like every time you pass a certain place in your house that you're going to just do 50 push-ups. Because, like, if you do that throughout the day, like, you're going to do it three, four times. You basically get the workout in without even thinking about it, without having to, you know, um, schedule time for it and without having to expand decision power and all of that kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I yeah, have a it's feeling it's, uh, dedicating well, time is over also the top. doing it so regularly is like it takes up a lot of time. I think doing it in discrete times that um, that don't affect your schedule is is really important. I mean, I, I I'm definitely better if I work out. I'm I'm mentally better because my brain is on, but yep. um, it does disrupt with the even if you get up at five, it disrupts with the with the whole flow of everything because. I prefer to do it early, but um, anyway, uh, let's wrap it up. Uh, what did I do this week that wasn't good? I um, uh, well, I've moved. I've moved my location where I work, so I now work in a, a closed-off room. And it's the reason I didn't work in here before is because of the internet connection. But actually, I've switched internet connections, and it's now really fast. And I spent half the week down there and my missus was like, why don't you go upstairs? So there's less disruption and it's very little disruption, but just that little difference, like just like it's made a massive difference. Um, so just having the right location, um, where you can kind of just do your deep work. So anyway, um, the quote for this week is from Jocko Willink. Uh, we talked about him earlier and it kind of goes with this whole thing about the plan. Um, having this very detailed time slot schedule every day um, that you talked about. And uh, it's very simple. Discipline equals freedom. Yeah, I like it. So until next time, uh, talk to you soon. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.